Hey there, my name's Paul and this is Out of Neutral, a weekly tune-up where we look to the Bible to get in gear and follow Jesus into the life he came to make possible. Today I want to talk about how to make wiser decisions. Nobody wants to look back on their decisions with regret, but often we struggle to understand the right direction. I read one article that gave a list of ways to make better decisions. It began with the following. Number one, don't fear the consequences. Number two, go with your gut instincts. And number three, consider your emotions. (laughs) Now, if God doesn't care and it's all up to us, maybe that's the best we can do. But it's not hard to see how that advice for decision-making could end very, very badly. The book of Proverbs gives us a far more reliable grid through which to process our decisions. Consider these three principles. First, begin with the commands of God. I think we often begin with ourselves and our feelings, but God has given us commands that he gives us as rails within which we can safely travel. In Proverbs 3, 1, it says, My son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments. For length of days and years of life and peace they will add to you. It's not promising that by keeping God's commands, you'll always live until 80 and never face any troubles but it points to the fact that God's commands keep us from grief and foolish decisions that can end in pain, loss, and hardship. So often a decision will come into focus when I try to think through what biblical commands and principles might be at stake and set those up as a lines that I refuse to cross. Second, reflect on the character of God. Once the borders of obedience are established, you realize there's still a lot of freedom to maneuver. Sometimes that freedom should just be enjoyed without agonizing any further over the decision. Often though, we want more clarity. Among several permissible options, which one is best? Proverbs help again in this regard. Proverbs 3, 3 and 4 says, Let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart, so you will find favor and good success in the sight of God and man. If you spent time reading the Old Testament, you'll recognize the phrase steadfast love and faithfulness. It's practically shorthand for the heart of God. It's the essence of his character, and it gets repeated again and again and again. Here we're urged to tie those qualities around our necks and write them on our hearts. The point is that as we reflect on the character of God, we begin to see life through his eyes and and evaluate options with his priorities. Third, trust in the goodness of God. Once we've considered the commands of God and seen the decision in light of the character of God, we need to trust in the goodness of God. Ultimately, it's our conviction that we can trust that God knows what's best for us that gives us the courage to choose his ways. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 is a favorite passage for many. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Many decisions come down to a question of whether we'll trust God or instead trust ourselves. It's a battle between his will and ours. And often we avoid that confrontation by not even acknowledging that he has any authority over the decision. We relegate God to the religious stuff. 
but he demands to be acknowledged in all of life. Bring God into your business decisions, your relational choices, your entertainment options. Trust in him rather than going with your gut. Proverbs 3, 1 to 6 doesn't say everything there is to know about decision making, but it does give a reliable framework for processing decisions and finding the courage to do the right thing. May God guide you in wisdom today. That's all for this time. If today's video has helped you get out of neutral, leave a comment, share it with your friends, and subscribe to join us on the journey.